Wax Poetic. And I don't give a moment's focus to who does or doesn't like the sound of my voice. In the terrarium is herpes. Herpes is a hermit crab. Just say no to family values. This is Wax Poetic on Co-op Radio, CFRO 100.5 FM. So what if I write a poem like a song? Good afternoon and welcome to Wax Poetic. I'm one of your co-hosts today, Pamela Bentley. And I'm the other and I'm the other co-host, RC Oslowski. And I am the guest, Shane Avecki Grek. Ooh, that's a new format. Ooh, he's self introduced, self identified. And uh, yeah. Hi, Shane. Hi. Hi, hi, our guest, Shane. Nice to have you here. And uh, yeah, our guest starts us off with a poem. This is for all the mishaps with kites and delayed flights across the nation. This is for little children collecting the skeletons of robin's eggs to enshrine them on a childhood altar of beauty. This is for the starling who would die lonely, scarlet lettered by the touch of what were thought to be helping hands flip the bird. This is for the seagulls smoking cigarette butts and drinking the dregs of beer cans in city landfills. This is for the songbird who came to the city hoping to make a better life for herself, only to be blinded by her own reflection and fall from grace. This is for baby eagles on webcams, the pigeons on security cams, and the hummingbirds forced to feed at kitchen windows. Flip the bird. This is for the genocide of crows stealing dark onto an East Van sky. This is for the ravens constantly watching, the magpies always laughing, and the ducks that let it roll off their backs. Flip the bird. This is for Charlie Parker's addiction. And every single second of his music we are lucky to have recorded. This is for a bird who sang It's Not Easy Being Green to honor a dead frog's memory. This is for our cartoon anthropomorphization, our Saturday morning fascination, our rainforest devastation, and for a duck named Howard Flip the Bird. This is for a genocide of crows still stealing dark onto an East Van sky. This is for the chickadees whose cuteness causes strangers to coddle. This is for the crows among the bottles constantly dodging rocks and scorn. This is for the great bald eagle, symbol of national pride and endangerment. This is for all the children who grew up to be airline pilots because it's the closest they'll ever come to being condor man. This is for kids made vegetarian growing up on turkey farms. And this is for the joy like a mother's, of teaching a parrot its first word, flip the bird. And in that flipping, remember that the hummingbird's wings beat over 4,000 times during the duration of this poem, that we can't outrun the hummingbird's wings, and though we may never be able to fly, nothing should ever stop us from soaring. So take a look around, embrace everything you see, make this poem not just another flight of fancy trying to shoot the breeze. This is for the factory farm chicken, looking longingly at where the sky used to be. Flip the bird. Flip everything around you till the only sound you can hear anymore is the beating of wings all around you. Let it surround you and remind you that we are so much greater than we appear. Climb the highest points you can find. Look out all around you. Spread your wings wide and embrace it, delicate though your feathers may be. Sweet. I wonder if Anis Mojgani knows that in Canada he's probably got at least three different I wouldn't call them parodies necessarily, but uh, homage homages to uh, his poem "Shake the Dust." There's, there's a lot of anise fromage in Canada, yes. Anise yeah. fromage. Um, but I don't know if it's been done anywhere else in the, like. I don't think that I don't know of any uh, buddy in the states who's done that with "Shake the Dust." Well, Mike McGee has oh, moved Mike the has dirt a... around, oh, yeah. <laughs> which is kind of a mistranslation of "Shake the Dust." Yeah. Um, but otherwise, I don't. Yeah, I don't really know, but. And explain what you guys are talking about, that this is, that there was, there's a poem by Anis Mochigani, right, Uh, called Shake the Dust, which is sort of like a, kind of, not a call to arms, but a call to action or a call to, how would you describe it? A list poem. 
A list yeah, poem. It's a, it's a, yeah, it's a this poem poem, and um, yeah, and it's absolutely marvelous. And an anaphora poem is, too, is kind of the format of that, where you take a, ref, a, re, a repeating refrain and through that. Right. But, yeah. And so when you first heard that, did you get the idea for this poem right away, Shane, or did uh, it come later? No, or? it was it was long after. It was uh, Johnny and I were actually uh, on Salt Spring Island for a month working on, on some Tudo Boys and Cadillac stuff, and... Uh, it started off as a joke. I was like, "Oh, I'm gonna flip the bird. I'm gonna do this, this, this hilarious." And it was meant to be sort of like a just a just a straight up farce. And then I just kind of sat down to writing it. And was like, "Oh, I accidentally wrote something beautiful. Oops." <laughs> <laughs> Did you list all the different bird uh, metaphors or jokes or puns that you could use, and then go put them in, or did they just sort of come up as they, you were doing? It? They all kind of came mostly in order. Yeah, there was there was not a whole lot of editing. It was like two separate sessions, and and it definitely yeah there'd be there'd be lapses as I try to like think of think of like other birds and um and then uh yeah and then the charlie parker one is it was fun because that kind of confused some people johnny in particular was like i don't think i really get where that is but charlie parker's nickname being bird it was right i got that one yeah excellent i don't know if i got all of the other ones but i definitely got that one so you've mentioned now johnny mccray and you've mentioned two dope boys for people who may not know uh explain you do stuff on your own. You do stuff as part of this collective, and then as this pairing, right? And then you, we're also going to talk about some of the other stuff you do with Johnny yep. today. Yeah. So uh, yeah. So Johnny and I have been working uh, quite extensively together for just over four years now. We had our four-year anniversary about two weeks ago, um, as two dope boys in a Cadillac, uh, and we've uh, we've created what we believe to be the world's first psychedelic talk opera, um, which we're actually premiering on the mainland here uh, next Tuesday, October seventh, at the Richmond campus of of Kwantlen University. Um, and uh, just touring quite quite endlessly and uh, exploring the end of humanity together in uh, ideally wildly hu- hilarious ways, and sometimes it gets a little heavy. But uh, um, so that's been a driving force for the last little while. And then uh, we've uh, for the last year or so, Johnny and I have also been working on the Canadian Festival of Spoken Words, uh, starting up in just less than two weeks now in Victoria on October thirteenth through eighteenth. Uh, this year's iteration uh, back in Victoria after five years uh, from having been there last. So that's our that's our current really heavy focus and what is that what are you are you the artistic director of that or are you the uh, i don't know what, I, how's that working i'm i'm basically the uh the programming coordinator johnny and i have been handling the uh the non-slam programming for the festival so the festival has the the canadian national team slam competition is a is a, a huge element to it uh and then johnny and i have been working on putting all the other showcases and workshops and panel discussions together so um we have a, a wild blast of stuff happening pretty much every afternoon and every evening from monday through saturday uh as well as the slam just mm-hmm. to make it even juicier and more full of words and so the canada council this decided not to fund uh, CFSW this year, so uh, you're having to be a lot more uh, creative with your programming, or how does that work? What are you having to do? How are you... Um, fixing that problem. Um, it's it's. There's been a lot of uh, a lot of community outreach and a lot of folks uh, jumping in and, and lending extra hands and uh, you know a lot of artists have, have decided to come on their own dime because they they are really um, recognize the importance of the festival and want it to happen and we're just uh, yeah just trying to find as many creative solutions as possible to uh, to still pull off our grand vision to have a, a very diverse and uh, wonderfully weird very Victoria flavored CFSW and uh, it's 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 you know it's a lot of work but it's coming together and and I'm, now that it's getting closer and closer i'm getting more and more excited for you know once we hit the zero hour and jump into it it should be uh, quite a blast and on the topic of fundraising today's the very last day for the fundraising raising campaign correct uh yes yeah and um 
that's been uh, which is it go okay. GoFundMe I think on yeah and you can one? find well you can find links to the fundraiser on the CFSW Facebook so even though Johnny's not here he sent me a list of uh, points that we wanted to cover about CFSW oh good so um, I've got that in front of me and he um, the perks include super cheap festival passes discounted tickets for the final show which is the finals of the Canadian competition for the team mm-hmm. which is which is happening at the Alex Gould Hall in Victoria which is one of the absolute most beautiful venues that Victoria has to offer um, and that's where we held the finals in 2009 and it was it was absolutely a riot and I think we had about 600 people in 2009 and we're hoping to get the full 850 that you can cram in there this year and, and feeling pretty good about our abilities to do that so that's great and um, where can people buy tickets uh, people can uh, get tickets for finals night and festival passes through uh, Eventbrite, and all the information is at cfsw.ca, uh, including a full lineup, full schedule, artist uh, artist bios and photos, and uh, and all the yeah all the pertinent info to the whole week. Uh, we've got a lot in store. Is the link to the fundraising on that sheet? It says that it uh, there's a link on the uh, CFSW Facebook oh, okay. page, and then um, also you can get information about it on the. But um, on the Facebook page, there's a link to it, and then you can see all the perks. Mm-hmm. One of the things that I thought was really cool about CFSW is that you're doing that kind of like a summit of um, spoken word poet laureates. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's our that's our opening event on uh, the Monday night. So uh, we've uh, we've seen an upsurge in the last bunch of years of, of folks with with deep spoken word roots getting poet laureateships in their cities. Um, and so we decided to to haul together as many as possible past and present poet laureates. So we have uh, Janet Rogers, current poet laureate of Victoria, uh, will be kicking off the whole festival. And we also have Elle Jones, current poet laureate of Halifax, uh, Ed, uh, Edmonton's poet laureate Mary Pinkowski, and Chris Demeanor, who just recently finished his tenure in Calgary, uh, and then. Night will be hosted by Canada's first two youth poet laureates, uh, Asia Law and Morgan Purvis, both of Victoria, uh, past and present, in that order. Yeah, it's cool that you'll get to see that crossover there. Mm-hmm. Um, the Vancouver's uh, new poet laureate was just announced. Oh, who is it? Rachel Rose, who we've had oh, on nice. us. Yeah. yeah, she does a. She's a, more of a page poet, but she does a lot of. Um, She's very good at performing. She's written an opera. She's done all this other stuff. She uh, won Lambda Awards. Um, oh, yeah, excellent. I think it's a great choice. So. Yeah, Victoria is just currently doing their call out for for the next poet laureate. So, uh, and they've finally Victoria is the city of Victoria has finally opened up uh, spoken word poets as a, an eligible eligible entry into the foray. So, yeah, at least uh, Vancouver did that allowed yeah, it this year, time. but they still didn't choose one. Yeah, yeah. not yet, not yet. Um, so let's hear another poem. Okay. Um, I'm going to, this will be fun because I haven't done this uh, since April, but I thought uh, one of the events that we're going to be having at CFSW this year is uh, MASH Poetics, which uh, should obviously be familiar to, to a lot of the local crowd. Um, it was at CFSW in Saskatoon in 2012 as well. Um, and so I figured I would do a poem that I wrote for MASH Poetics in, uh, for the Versus Fest this past April, uh, which was uh, my prompt was Bomb Track by Rage Against the Machine off their first album. I'm here to bomb you with the yawn track, both in story and in actuality. Words knit and purled into the rhythm, revealing systems within systems, unspooling threads, spun by twisting simple fibers into single bond cohesion. Now check your head. And let me be specific. Spinning can be dated back to the upper paleolithic. Ain't that terrific? Its uses are prolific. It's probably why the process got industrialized so quickly. Are you with me? Because yarn is everybody's story. It can be kept simple or you can spin it into glory. So what? You learn into everything you are to keep our socks 
ageless while retaining warmth and charm. We must aspire to wield the tools, and I'll learn to darn. A skill so much older than the modern world. Knit, pearl, knit, pearl, steady, keeping it real. To keep our socks ageless while retaining warmth and charm. We must aspire to wield the tools, and I'll learn to darn. Darn, darn, yes, you're gonna 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 darn. It goes one, two, three, another stitch into the yawn track. Our fabric's filled with warp and weft. We make magic with our movements, so we must make them death. This isn't just about socks, it's about souls. And a reminder to ourselves we can repair these holes. To keep our stories ageless, we're eventually spinning, continually spinning yarns. We must aspire to wield the tools and learn to darn. Darn, darn, yeah, we're gonna darn. Darn, darn, yes, we're gonna darn. Darn, darn, yes, we're gonna darn. Darn, darn, yes, we're gonna darn. Darn. I had a band backing me up the first time. It was pretty righteous. <laughs> that was pretty good, too, though. <laughs> Did you have them play the track again while you were... Yeah, yeah, they were totally rocking the, uh, the original instrumental, the bomb track, which is a pretty, uh, pretty ruckus opening track to that album, so... So, um, RC, Mash Poetics is your uh, kind of brainchild with, uh, with Trevor Spilchen. Um, um, I just blanked on his yes, stage name. Yes, it is. Spilius, um, the ridiculous there you go. one. Spilius, the ridiculous one. And so what is the Mash Poetics going to be for CFSW? Uh, the album is uh, Up to Here by the Tragically Hip. And have you already signed the songs and everything? Oh, yeah. Who's going, it's to, be, who's been... going to be performing? Oh, I can't remember everybody. Dwayne Morgan uh, will be doing it for sure. Uh, Alyssa Glover, Audrey Lane, um, Steve Curry, uh, Liam Cody from Edmonton. Steve Curry is from uh, Winnipeg. Uh, Steve Locke from Winnipeg. Chimway, uh, or Chimmy from uh, Winnipeg. There's three Winnipeg poets uh, and uh, three or four Vancouverites. Britt McLeod, I think, is, is also one of them. Um, yeah, and a whole bunch of people. See, you remembered most of them. So it's, uh, and when is that during this festival? It's on what night? Uh, that's going to be on the Tuesday night, uh, so October fourteenth at eleven p.m. It's the it's the uh, the nightcap. So uh, after the uh, after the first round of bouts happen on Tuesday between uh, between seven and eleven, we'll uh, we'll all get to kick back and rock out to Mash Poetics. And then we're going to do Mash Poetics actually in Vancouver, a follow up show with uh, mostly different poets. There'll be three that are the same, three or four. Uh, and on October 24th, which is a Friday night at the Seven Dining Lounge. Cool. So you're listening to Shane Avecki Grek today as our guest on CFRO Vancouver Co-op Radio. Wax Poetic is the show. 100.5 is our place on the dial. And he is here as a poet and also one of the organizers of the Canadian Festival of Spoken Word. I always want to say Federation, the Canadian Festival of Spoken Don't Word. Don't you dare. It's, it's left over from student politics in university, what can I say? Oh, my immediate headspace went to Star Trek, actually. <laughs> For uh, Federation? The United Federation of Planets. <laughs> what was the first uh, CFSW you attended? Uh, the first one I offend, atten, offended. The first CFSW I offended uh, was probably <laughs> later than the first one I attended. The first CFSW I attended was actually here in Vancouver in 2005. Oh, wow. Um, I, uh, I had uh, I'd heard about uh, the Spoken Word Olympics the first year in, in Ottawa in 2004, but wasn't able to make my way out east to catch it, but... Uh, so this, yeah, the second CFSW ever here in Vancouver was mm-hmm. um, was my first experience. I was on, a, on the very first Victoria Slam team. We didn't even have a regular ongoing slam at the time, and uh, uh, that was quite an adventure. Uh, half our team had not actually been to a slam other than our slam to create a team in Victoria <laughs> until uh, until they got here. So 
And how did you get involved in the organizing of it? And an additional question, why did you decide to do it as kind of a job share with Johnny instead of just taking it on yourself or... Um, well, I was still, I was still living in Vancouver when I, or in Vancouver, in Victoria when I, when I got involved in this and I'd been wanting to bring it back, um, to Victoria and, uh, and Johnny and I had already been plotting and scheming a whole bunch of things that we wanted to, uh, to see happen with the festival. And then, uh, Matthew Christopher Davidson took over the directorship of the festival. He put in a bid and stuff like that. So, uh, and wanted some help. So Johnny and I offered up the, the programming so that we could still see a lot of our weird ideas come into the, come into the show. Sweet. Like some of our ideas for panel discussions and, and showcases like, uh, in Saskatoon in 2012, there was a spoken weird showcase that was absolutely marvelous one of my favorite things i've seen at any cfsw um and uh we wanted to sort of expand that into a spoken weird and data showcase uh featuring tom fowler who a lot of a lot of folks in vancouver fortunately come to know but a lot of folks uh nationally outside of the uh, canadian indies happening here in vancouver don't necessarily know tom fowler and his delicious brand of of spoken weird and dataism so uh so we decided to have a show called tom fowlery um which will be hosted by glam poet twiggy starbuck and uh, feature tom fowler and chris gilpin and Kai Kolo and Sherry D. Wilson, the mom of Dada herself. So, um, and that's stuff, on Thursday night? That's, is that, that one's on uh, Tom Fallery. Is, I'm just I believe, doing all this for memory. Wednesday, uh, Wednesday afternoon from 4 to 6. But it's all on the schedule on cfsw.ca. Exactly, yeah. Um, yeah, we want to see more Spoken Weird at the festival, so that was one of our, our sneaky goals for, for doing the programming. So. And is Anthropocalypse going to be part of the festival as well? Uh, the Anthropocalypse is going to be part of the festival, yeah. We have a few multimedia shows. Uh, we have like a video poem showcase called Pictures of Sound happening Tuesday afternoon. Uh, Magpie Ulysses and James Lamb are going to be uh, performing their new show on uh, Thursday evening just okay. after the Anthropocalypse. And on uh, f- Saturday afternoon, uh, there'll be a show called Meridian, which is uh, a few professors up at Vancouver Island University, uh, including Justin McGrail. It's a collaborative multimedia project that they've been working on for the last couple of years that Johnny and I saw at a festival in Courtney last summer and it just it's absolutely fantastic sort of bleed through of visuals and soundscapes and live instrumentation and voice and uh, um, so yeah a lot of stuff like that like the like exploring the other realms of spoken words as uh, beyond beyond the slam and like where where you can go into and like further you know spread out the spread out the art in your words and so a good mix of uh, a good mix of different Types of stuff, a hip-hop showcase, lots of music and spoken words, some cabaret stuff. Um, yeah. Um, so moving away from CFSW, back to Two Dope Boys in a Cadillac, Anthropocalypse. What is the tagline that you guys give that again? The first psychedelic... Psych- psychedelic talk opera, yeah. The Anthropocalypse, a psychedelic talk opera is the, is the, I guess, the full title of it. So you're doing all this work for CFSW, but if people can't make it to Victoria and they want to see you guys, where could they see you? Uh, that'll be at the, the Richmond campus of Kwantlen University next Tuesday night. Um, I forget the exact... Uh, 2550, I believe, is the room number. Um... And, uh, yeah, that's at the Richmond campus doors at seven show at eight and it's free show. It's absolutely free for everybody to attend and it's about an hour long. So, uh, that's a chance to witness the, the psychedelic talk opera, which has so far been performed at the Victoria fringe and a couple music and arts festivals throughout BC this past summer. Uh, so this will be the first time in the lower mainland for the, the full show. I heard you guys rocked Wells. Was that with Anthropocalypse or was that just a dope boys show? Um, that was, uh, we, uh, we did the Anthropocalypse at the, uh, the sunset theater in Wells on the Friday night of the festival. Um, and then Sunday afternoon, we actually, uh, we did a set down in the downstairs with uh, two dope boys in a Cadillac, the band. 
um, <laughs> which was uh, that was that was we got an uproarious standing ovation for that, and that includes members of High Society and Fish and Bird and the Party on High Street. Um, and we actually wound up it was supposed to be a five piece, and we wound up at one point it was seven piece for most of the show, and we wound mm-hmm. up with an eighth for for one of the pieces, uh, and that was uh, yeah. So both the, both the show and exploring our uh, our musical jamming with some uh, some friends and cohorts that really enjoy what we do. So. And the Tiny Lights Festival, you also were, I heard, were outstanding at. That's yes, yeah. That we uh, the opening gala for the Tiny Lights Festival this year was an all spoken word evening, uh, which also featured Dia Divina and Sherry D. Wilson and Chris Demeanor. Uh, and then we got to do that was actually the, only the second time ever we had performed uh, the show, and it was about nine months after the first time we had done it, and we had to recreate some of it the day of. Mm-hmm. Um, and it was also just kind of a really trippy, wonderful feeling to to be like, oh, Sherry D. Wilson is opening for us. That's really strange and wonderful, <laughs> um, but also very nice to have her there because she's been uh, she's been a big mentor through the whole process as well. We've created this show through working with her at the Banff Center and just seeing her often throughout the year, and she's been a big support and, and help with that. So it was nice to be able to to present that in the room with her right up front after a stunning set from her and everybody else involved in the show. So, is that where you and Johnny first met? Was that the Banff Center? Um, we actually first met at CFSW 2009 in Victoria. Johnny was a member of the uh, the Vancouver Slam team that year, and. Uh, <clears throat> Excuse me. Uh, we just met basically very briefly there. It was like kind of like, oh, okay, cool. You're like a poet guy. Oh, you're a poet guy. Uh, but then, <laughs> then in Banff, the night we got to Banff, we basically literally bumped into each other and were inseparable pretty much for the rest of the two weeks we were there. So, um, so yeah, that was the that was the the point where everything gelled together. But we actually, you know, it'll be our five five year anniversary of meeting at CFSW this year. So you don't have to go to any of these festivals to see Anthropocalypse. You can just come out to Richmond on Tuesday and see it for free, which is pretty cool. Because mm-hmm. you guys have been touring it, and it's probably pretty tight. Now, I saw you perform on Friday night, um, and I think you did pieces from that. I haven't actually seen the Anthropocalypse, so... Yeah, there's there's a few of the pieces. If anybody's seen us perform, there's definitely like some of the poems that we have performed throughout our touring and whatnot. That's that's our our... our four years of touring has been very much live workshopping a lot of stuff and piecing things together and um but there's a bunch of unfamiliar stuff as well and yeah and so some, oh, go ahead. Uh, and some covers i was gonna say um so you have a poem all ready to roll there i think yeah. in front of you let's hear another poem from shane Avecki grek our guest this afternoon on co-op radio at cfro 100.5 fm and we are wax poetic where do i end and the world begin What is the bleed-through of molecules expanding? If I am one with everything and everything one with me, am I not a fart particle articulating odorously the catalytic conversion of meat-grinding gears that drive this body's existence? I am the resistance to this smell as well. If we are one with everything and I am you and you are me, then we have been each other peeing and the water receiving, or the pant leg, or the bush, or whatever. We've all laid the tiles we've also been in order to touch each other's souls, and God knows I've been the toe jam to your foot biscuit on more than one occasion. So I can say with great celebration, we've all been the bong water and the baptismal basin. We are the point of connection between the holy person and their prayers. We've all taken a turn doing things we don't want to. Stop being so milk toast. Let me be the pop rocks in your nighttime activities. You can be the dust particles agitating my allergies. We are all open flames that will eventually extinguish. We are all eagle-tossed goats descending the rock dance escalator into the backside of the event horizon so why not be the mushroom gravy on the slip and slide uh since you quickly you mentioned it in there why not because it's not too long why don't you uh, jump in and uh, do our uh, your cod piece okay 
Um, share your cod piece with the radio. Share your cod piece. Okay. We can't, so don't this, have the visuals, but you'll just have to imagine the cod piece. It's pretty spectacular. Um, I'm also, uh, I've got my water bottle, actually, uh, that's, uh, that correlates to this poem. So this Acting is as a cod piece at the yeah. moment? This is, uh, this is a non-denominational holy moment. I hope you will all join me. Because my cod is a vengeful cod, an angry cod, but a merciful cod. A loving cod, for we are all cod's children. We are all one under cod, so strive to be cod-like. But you must allow cod into your hearts, lest you suffer the wrath of cod. For there is only one cod, and cod only knows what will happen if you worship false cods. So may cod be with us. Forsaken are the codless. Damned be those that forsake cod, cod, who died from our sins. Cod, who will come again, for we are all cods. Cod has many faces, but there is only one cod. So go with cod. Ask cod for guidance. Pray to cod. Cod the father, the mother of cod, and the showly coast. For Cod will show the way if we listen to Cod, if we walk with Cod. If Cod swims at our side, then Cod answers our prayers, so in Cod we trust. Confess your sins to Cod. Ask Cod to forgive our transgressions. Cod Almighty, Cod the Creator, the one, true, Cod. But there are those who would say that Cod is dead, or that there is life after Cod. Listen not to these uncodly heathens! They do not know cod in their hearts! Cod will smite them! <clears throat> Bow your head to cod. Look not upon the cod head. Take not cod's name in vain. Say only, cod bless. Cod bless. Cod bless. Ain't enemy. <laughs> <laughs> Shane Evaki Grack. Dun, dun, dun. Sweet. Uh, for all those uh, reading along in the book uh, who can't <laughs> see my water bottle, uh, it's, it's got a, a bunch of fish on it, uh, and it says, The trout, the whole trout, and nothing but the trout, so help me cod. Uh, Lucia Mish and Johnny McRae found that at the airport gift shop in Saskatoon. So it wasn't the inspiration for the piece? It wasn't the inspiration, afterwards. yeah, just... Yeah, Robert Priest was the inspiration for the for the piece and his uh, his meme splice poems. Johnny and I had a lot of fun with that, and uh, that actually Johnny McRae co-wrote that poem. That was that was us going for a walk one day and just playing with as many turns of phrase as we could, and then sculpting it into a cod piece. <laughs> <laughs> nice. <clears throat> well, we're almost out of time, and we've just got some announcements to make because there's um, a bunch of stuff going on today. And Sunday at um, the Vancouver Art Gallery on Sunday from 4 to 5. And today at Paperhound from 6.30 to 9 is the book launch of Jordan Abel's Uninhabited. Mm -hmm. And tonight it'll also be the Double Dot Lunch. So uh, Double Dot Launch. Sounds like a lunch special. Ben Rollick and Chelsea Rooney will also be reading there. And then on uh, Sunday it'll just be Jordan. Tomorrow night there's another book launch. Heather Haley's Town Slut's Daughter is launching at Slickety Jim's Chat and Chew, which is 3469 Main, which is almost 19th Avenue in Main between 18th and 19th Avenue. And um, she is has been on our show. She's a poet and a former punk rocker. And that is the inspiration of this book of fiction that she has written, Town Slut's Daughter. The Writer's Studio Reading Series is also tomorrow night at Cottage Bistro. This weekend. And you pass along some uh, information on the Hogan's Alley Poetry Festival happening Friday, Saturday, and Sunday in uh, East Vancouver. A lot of it happening in Strathcona at Gore and Union and around that area, Camby, all the way over to Camby, and also on uh, Saturday night 
the chicken sessions is combining with the Hogan's Alley Poetry Festival. Do you want to talk a little yeah, bit? Yeah, they about... asked us. Uh, it's usually just a it's kind of invite only because it's in our living room, so it's 40 to 50 people can fit in there. But um, uh, Kevon Cameron, uh, Scruffmouth Scribe, had asked me about six months ago if we would do one for as part of Hogan's Alley. So it is. And so I tried to curate a little bit more this time. Bertha Clark, Adeline DeSoul Poet, is the uh, Chicken's Choice Poet. And um, most of Late Night Ruckus, uh, Chelsea Johnson and Jillian Christmas, Jess Jungle, they have a bass player that's going to be playing with them. Lexi Marie can't make it this weekend. Um, will be the Chicken's Choice musicians to finish the night. There's a bunch of other people. I tried to pick people who were uh, really strong poets um, that I know from um, Vancouver in um, that would fit in with the Hogan's Alley theme of either legacy or the history of that Hogan's Alley area being the um, black area, black neighborhood that was destroyed when they put up the viaduct. Um, and also afterward, East Van Ghetto Poetry, is that the combined with chicken sessions? No, or? they asked if they could do that there. They wanted a place to have, um, to play Zacchaeus Jackson's playlist, his repertoire. So after everything is over, after Late Night Ruckus plays, we'll be putting that up on oh, our TV nice. screen, and it'll just be playing for people to sit and watch or listen to or wander in and out and hear the ones cool. that maybe they haven't. And that's to do with legacy as well, right? Because uh, there's really not much bigger legacy in the spoken word right now than from Zacchaeus Jackson, mm-hmm. who recently passed away. And uh, speaking of the slam, this Monday, uh, out of Ottawa via Korea, I was going to say North Korea, but I think it was in South Korea. Well, he might have snuck over the border. We have uh, Sean O'Gorman is the featured poet at uh, the Vancouver Poetry Slam. And, of course, coming up um, in, uh, what are the exact dates for the Canadian Festival of Spoken Word? October 13th through 18th in Victoria, British Columbia. <laughs> and you can go to the uh, Canadian Festival of Spoken Word Facebook page to find... Uh, all the full schedule there, and also an opportunity to donate an Indiegogo type of uh, campaign is going on. Today's the last day to donate to help support the festival financially. That has been zero funded, so that's what they're relying on that. And that's cfsw.ca. Shane Evacu-Grek has been our guest today because he's one of the programmers for that um, festival and a poet in his own right. Thanks for being here, Shane. Well, thanks for having me. It's been an honor. And uh, No Apologies Necessary is coming up next, and I see them out there wandering around, but they haven't come and tapped on the door so maybe I have time to say one more event announcement uh, and oh there he is okay so we won't so next is uh no apologies necessary coming up next i like that you always say that you've been listening to wax poetic on co-op radio cfro 100.5 fm so what so what so what, so what?